0: Welcome back to another episode of The Tango Banter. I am Elisaveta, and today I am super excited to invite to the Tango Banter stage a dear friend of mine, Eugene Lewins, from Portland, Oregon. Eugene and I met when I was living in Portland, and we had an immediate connection because, along with being passionate about tango, We are both very passionate about yoga. Eugene has been a yoga teacher for the past three decades and he also used to rock climb so the man's got skills and what made me want to banter with Eugene is the fact that he has been in Buenos Aires for the past two months and it's his first time there. So I thought it would be cool to sit down and banter with him about his experience, about the transformation that he's undergone, what were the lowest points and what were the highest points of his experience and what lessons he's taking away with him after this extensive immersion into the culture of tango. So sit back, relax, and let's take a trip to Buenos Aires, with Eugene Lewins right before I got on I was re-watching this uh, performance by Chicho and Juana that I've seen a million times and it was at Vija Malcolm okay. and uh, that whole energy of everybody sitting on the ground all crouched around the floor you know and People are sitting, standing, people are standing on tables in the back and everybody's just staring and the light is dark. And and the, you know, I, w- I was just like, yeah, that, that energy where you're in this sort of alternative universe of, of nothing, but being completely enveloped in this dance and the music and the culture of it. Is it still like that? Is it like that for you at all? Or how, do, how are you, um. How are you experiencing Buenos Aires this yeah, time? That's a great
1: question. My first time. So, you know, is it like that for me? Like everything's new for me. Um, you know, there are moments where you have that pinch of self. Wow. I mean, the thing I dreamed of, you know, it's like two o'clock in the morning. The band's only just starting playing. Anyway, you're down to the Maribor. There's like all these, you know, everybody's dressed up. You can't quite tell who's a tourist like you and who's a local, and it's all, yeah, until you know you start dancing with somebody and find out if they speak Spanish or not, Um, um and do uh, they speak Spanish as badly as you do, in which case they're probably another tourist, you know. Um, and there's others.
0: And at that moment, do you <laughs> go, Oh, thank <laughs> <Right>. God, or <laughs> is it, oh. <laughs> it's, bit, it's,
1: both. You know, it's both. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's both. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, yeah, there's definitely those moments. And then there's those moments of, uh, um, I mean, to me, there's this, I have this phrase in my mind that is super romantic is uh, crossing Avenida Corrientes. I guess it's in the one of the classic uh, tango songs, Medioluz, you know, kind of the, the direction on the address on Corrientes of this kind of classic milonga back in the day. And, uh, it's, it's a wide mm-hmm. street. It's kind of, you know, um, got a bunch of theaters and restaurants. It's really lively at night. And there's just something romantic to me about it. It's like, you know, being in Gotham city kind of, kind of feeling it's like, you're right there at the heart of it. It's like, they, you couldn't, you know, you're seeing the obelisk right at the end of the street and it's, you know, Maribu is a block off, uh, from here. And it's like, I'm here, <laughs> you know? it's, you know, one o'clock in the morning and I'm crossing Avenue, Car- Avenue, you know, that, that, that to me is that moment that feels like, um, it's a classic dream. Um, and then there's, there's yeah, lots of, uh, and
0: how long have you had this dream?
1: Um, you know, I think I was very resistant actually. I was very resistant to going, there. I was like, oh, I mean, the first time somebody said, have you been to BA? It was like, what's BA? I mean, I have no idea. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, I'm very, very much an ordinary tango guy. It's like, I went to some classes and, you know, started got into it. Um, and I think it was, you know, it was the cool thing, which meant I resisted it by, you know, kind of my nature. Um, but then i think over the last few years it's just become clearer and clearer to me that there's there's something about you know, being here, I actually, we got together a little group in uh, Portland, Oregon, of folks who started reading through the lyrics um, in Spanish. We call ourselves Las Letras, you know, group of the Las Letras, and had a uh, Spanish um, speaking guide, as we worked through like, you know, four of us, you know, practicing Spanish as a way to do that. And I think it slowly emerged to me that there was just stuff that I was never going to get about tango unless I went back and... You know, it's changed and all this and all that, but somehow, you know, I wanted to f- have my own exploration of what what is the potential to find what is the the root of this country experience.
0: Hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting. So, would you say that really getting to know the lyrics of the songs changed your? desires about tango or sort of revealed something new about tango that you weren't getting before?
1: Well, I'm certainly not an expert on the lyrics of tango, but um, there's a handful of songs that, you know, you kind of fall in love with. Like, you know, Malena or something like that. And so you kind of really get to feel this the kind of romantic, call it or romance about barrio or something. And you have like, wow, what is that? What is it like to be in those streets? What is what is that neighborhood like? And what are those mm. you know, people like? And what is it like to be? You know, there, there's definitely a pull there that I felt um, in those songs to like see that landscape and to to witness something of um, you know the people who that who who made that who created that.
0: So, when did you start tango?
1: Mm, um, I th- about ten years ago, I was thinking about that. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, about ago, ten years yeah. ago. Yeah, I took, I did the classic um, January, beginning of January, with Alex Krebs. You know, um, class. Uh, oh, you know, ne- never right. done any tango. You know, step in, two left feet, the whole, the whole, you know, kind of um, uh, non-male dancer. You know, kind of journey of uh, struggling through the steps. I've said it before, so I'll say it to you. You, you were my first tango teacher, I think, you know, helped me answer the question. After a couple of years, I started having this question emerge. Okay, I can see the steps, but how do I get good at this? And that was a complete mystery to me. (laughs) And I think you were the first person that gave me any any insight in like, oh, I'm going to have to actually change how I move in my body. I'm going to have to actually like build a whole new set of understandings about, you know, perceptual self-awareness, stuff like that. So yeah, shout out.
0: That's fascinating. Wow. Wow. Thank you for that. Uh, I remember fondly all of the time that we spent dissecting and, and uh, Up in the upper room, pulling it apart it different were. Yeah. parts mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I know that you have quite extensive yoga background as well. And I don't know if I ever heard you speak about like, what was it that drew you to tango in the first place? Because you had already been doing yoga for a while. So, what was the, what was the, the seed of interest for dancing tango?
1: Well, in a completely normal way, there's you know several answers to that one. Is you know there was a woman involved who said we need more 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 tall leaders, you know. <laughs> that was that <laughs> I got recruited on some level, so you know you can you can fill it. You can, so there's a woman there's, already there's, a dancer, right? There's already a dancer, yes, who who recruited me. You can fill in all the color color of uh-huh. that comment that you like, um, but we'll leave it at that. Um, and I think there was also a sense that, it, it, and I think wisely, I realized that there was something about you know my kind of body awareness or or etc plateaued in yoga in a certain sense and we've talked about this that you know yoga is great I'm you know very really positive about yoga but in a sense there's a lack of a feedback loop there's a lack of a, of a self-awareness mechanism in yoga you can get to the point where you're doing the poses I mean who knows if you're doing them well or evolving or whatever you could have a great teacher um, but it's hard to find that and I think Tango, I realized, was going to be something that was really going to stretch me to a new level of you know, waking up to my body in the space of community, not just my body by itself, my body with another person, my body on the dance floor, all my emotion. I mean, it's a super emotional roller coaster journey, obviously, for, like, for most people. I think that's true. And for me, definitely true. So, yeah, I think it was like it was like. the next level of bringing kind of body play awareness i I climbed a lot done a lot of rock climbing and i was kind of transitioning out of that for various reasons and i think i was missing kind of the adrenaline of that i was missing the excitement of that i was missing in a sense the romance of that Um, and i think tango frankly filled in all of those those spaces
0: i don't know if i've ever heard anybody say romance in the same sentence as rock (laughs) climbing. And I think that's very provocative to me to think about it that way. I don't know how this happened, but if somebody were to listen to this conversation now, they'd think, oh man, they really planned this out because literally my episode that I posted, my last episode, had to do with this, with this idea of yoga And how I also experienced that same Hmm. trajectory where I felt with yoga, I got to this place where I was sort of stuck and it was not giving me something that I was really craving. Mm -hmm. And the way I experienced it is as this desire to have a more of an emotive, expressive experience, Mm -hmm. you know, where I'm really feeling the emotion and getting lost in something versus doing something perfectly which is yoga gets into this like okay refinement, refine oh, it, refine, cool. refine refine more refinement yeah. and that tango was this extension of that desire out of yoga and in that way i think tango is yoga for two people yeah. like it's just a natural right. <laughs> next step to to dance tango now you started with yoga you've done rock climbing you've now been doing tango you're still teaching yoga and by the time now that you are in Buenos Aires aside from your experience of the city and the more emotional connection what has been sort of a new experience of tango for you like you've You've done so much already. Like what's the new thing that you got? I certainly wouldn't say I'd
1: done so much already, but, um, you know, that I, I thought about what's my elevator speech of this experience. And, uh, you know, the one-liner is I came here to take my tango more seriously. You know, it's like time to take it seriously, you know, you know, do the thing, that's what everybody says. And in a certain sense, in a way that doesn't completely surprise me in a certain lovely sense, I discovered despite having fantastic teachers here and amazing dancers off stuff that, I'm not saying it's not that, in a way, learn to take tango less seriously. You know, in a certain mm-hmm. sense, it's part of this, you know, it's part of being out with friends and it's part of, um, you know, a cultural experience. And it's, uh, you know, it's not measured by how many tandas you got or was it, it was a perfect tanda. Um, I think, you know, in a certain sense, it feels like it's a bigger box um, in a lovely sense. So I think that's true. It feels like it's really widened the, the tango experience for me. I mean, partly I met people from around the world. I mean, I have like friends now in London and other places that I met and danced with. And when I go there, I'm looking forward to connect with them. And it, you know, that that sense of like it opened up the physical world for me. Um, I would say that the the level of teaching here blows me away. Um, actually, as a yoga teacher, I'm excited to get back and teach my students from a place of having been a student, I think, such an incredible sense. I, I went into a class today, turned out to be a private, you know, it was early morning, 11 o'clock, early morning class, um, and nobody else is there. <laughs> there, so I got one-on-one with a teacher that I knew I'd studied with before, and I uh, said, oh, you know, can I turn this into a private, you know, honor you with that, and, uh, you know, I thought I mean, afterwards, it's, It's a guy. I really like him. Um, He's very, you know, relaxed and physical, very Argentinian. I mean, I spent more physical, being touched, connected, you know, hugging a man in that hour than I've spent the year before. Unquestionably. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's hands on. It's like we're going to dance. You know, it's like let's synchronize our breath, you know, feel my belly, let's get let's get in here. You know, it's just that physical comfort. And, you know, I mean, on one hand, I'll say this, I get to say there's nothing sexual about it and all that, and that's all true, both heterosexual. On the other hand, it was kind of a turn-on. I mean, this guy's, you know, it's, phys- it's so, like, relaxed and physical and real that there's a certain sense of being, mm. like, human in the body that is kind of relaxedly, mm. I mean, I wouldn't even say erotic. I would say it just feels... Alive in a different way, and I think that um, that sense of physical connection being such a normative part. I mean, I now walk into the school and men hug, kiss me on both cheeks, you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking about that with the friends here we have that I know in Portland who we meet here, we kiss each other, you know, at the Malonga and we're going to miss that. We're going to go back to Portland and with the same people, we're not going to do that because it's like, we'd be weird, right? You know, but we'll actually miss that because, <laughs> you know, you arrive and it's like, oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that that sense wow. that touch is just such a a normative part that it changes the whole idea of the embrace. You know, the embrace of being this mechanic to try and get the dance to work um becomes this you know this the dance is an excuse you know, it's just like a result of the embrace almost. Um at times. I mean everything varies mm. but um but when it feels um that it's happening, I think that's you know the, the the big change for me is just feeling like that the embrace is just more profound part of the dance
0: have you had experience dancing socially as a follower or with another man in buenos Aires? is that even something that happens there at all um,
1: i haven't seen that much i have to say i i personally haven't um I'm not a very good follow. My friend, who's here with me, um, is a good follow, and doing classes, he'll quite often be following, you know, because of matching, you know, in classes. Um, I haven't seen it much on the floor, but I think the younger, you know, I've been to a few of the younger malongas, and certainly there's a lot more trading off, lead and follow, and a lot more um, same gender couples um, there. So I think it's, I think it's evolving here as it is in many places.
0: When you were in the in the private, you were leading him well, he, we, he was following very off i mean was, he would say okay. no nah,
1: let me show you gotcha. you know um but yeah absolutely yeah we would gotcha, do a song gotcha. i mean i you know in my experience in classes with men teachers in the states is you know we'll do a little bit to show the steps or whatever but it won't be let's do a song settle in and see how you know see how you're moving see what i want to work with you mm-hmm. on um you know that that is less common in my experience maybe just my experience but um
0: yeah, I've noticed uh, there tends to be an over focus on talking sometimes in in instruction that you get with some teachers where it's like, I'm going to explain the concept to you in many different ways and then we're going to do it and then we're going to talk about how you're not doing it right or what needs to happen next. Uh, and I feel like the learning part of tango actually happens much more in this uh place that you're talking about where it's like okay let's just mm. dance let's just dance let's let's be in that space together right and what you're describing is so interesting from I've never heard a man talk about this part of this that's like even though you're dancing with a man and you're not attracted to them you're you're straight there's still this feeling of turned on. You know, this, super, this feeling of like, but I'm in my body. Super aware of
1: their breath, their body, their proximity, you know, absolutely, yeah.
0: And to me, the word that I sort of resonated with is this idea of being primal. Mm, sure. Like you feel yeah. just primal. You're not aware of your gender mm-hmm. necessarily. You're not judging. It's like, oh, oh my God, no, 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 I'm not gay. I'm not going to be. But it's like, you're just an animal and you're an animal that really likes hugging another animal, right? right. (laughs) And in that way, it's just this simple, I um, do understand
1: what you're saying, but
0: therapeutic experience, my
1: experience here in Buenos Aires, I guess I wouldn't phrase it, my experience here in Buenos Aires, I wouldn't phrase it that way. I still feel very aware of being a man. But that doesn't have that Oh, maybe I'm gay kind of that really sad radar that shows up in the Mm -hmm. States. I mean, a totally different thing. Went into a restaurant. I'd been into a month earlier, like in the micro centre, I had a meal there. I walked in a month later. The waiter, the mozo remembered me. You know, huge smile, big warm handshake. It was like, you know, there was nothing. You know, it was just like so warm. It was just like, oh yeah, I remember you. You know, <laughs> and just so it's just much more normative for men to physically connect um, in a comfortable way here. That, that it just is kind of a game changer.
0: Well, and I gotta say that you are pretty memorable in general, because you are tall, <laughs> I think, like, uh, that was my question too. How is it for you? Because when I was in Buenos Aires, I was observing that a lot of dancers there are actually quite small frame. They're pretty short. Has that been an issue for you at your height? Because how tall are you? Uh, like,
1: yeah, six, six, six three, um, six, three. Six, yeah, three. Sos alto. I have had that comment, you know, from uh, the, alto. you alto. you're, you're cool, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We're just always done with affection. Yeah, you know, I think that I had one woman who, in a very sweet way, I was trying to capace her. She, I mean, I was just relieved. She was super attractive, frankly. And I'd just seen her dance, and I would really want to dance with her. I was trying to capace her. It was at Griselles. And uh, in a really nice way, she called me over and said, You're just too tall. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> the local <look> woman. It's <laughs> like, I mean, now I know. You know, it's not like, you know, I smell bad or something. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but that's the only You don't take it personally. Right. Not at all. She was super sweet. Um, Actually, I've danced, you know, I, there's a lot of people, of course, who are taller women and they really like to have a taller guy. So, you know, um, I haven't, I haven't had that be, of of all the problems I have in, in, in being a good dancer, I'd say that's pretty low on the list, <laughs> to be honest. I'm not going to, I'm not going to blame that <laughs> one <good>. too much. And that's one excuse in, in future. I'm going to use that excuse all the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm just too tall. <laughs> No, so it's just gonna <laughs> tall. Unfortunately, there's, there's some short dance. My teachers are both super, I mean, short. One of my main teachers is super short compared to me and uh, dances beautifully with me when I dance well. So, yeah, I think that excuse is off the list.
0: <laughs> so, one of your posts that I saw recently on Facebook, I remember you were describing sort of a roller coaster of emotions when it comes to being in BAA and, and getting. Uh, feedback from teachers and things working and things not working I was curious if you would share what has been perhaps the most challenging or the lowest point of your experience or or a category of those experiences because maybe there's
1: more than yeah sure um you know, people before I went, people would say, "You must be excited to go. Are you looking forward to it?" And I would have the like, "Oh my God, it's going to be hell," <laughs> you know, kind of. Like, why did you do that yourself? Because that's the way I cope, you know. So there's a certain, you know, preparing it that way. Um, I think the hardest thing for me was, and I didn't really realise what was happening until kind of after it happened. But just so much is happening at the same time. It's in, it's not. I mean, there's there's some English in the classes that I was going to shout out for El Mundial, school the tango of Gabriel Elias love that school we went to a lot of classes there I still am that was you know really made my experience like having a home base so and you, there's some English there but it's hard to follow if you're just doing English what's going on you know so so I'm dealing with a lot of stuff in Spanish I'm dealing with you know everything's new around me in terms of having got something to eat that morning and everything else got getting there and then the style of teaching the steps is different and um, there's a lot of you know stuff going on. And at some point, I just, my brain shuts down and I just feel stupid, stupid, stupid. And it's not like I haven't had that experience before, but it was just like really strongly, wow, I cannot work out what the teacher is, which I I have no idea which is the left foot and which is the right foot, and I no, I'm I'm done. I mean, the operating system's closed. (laughs) And I think that um, initially in the first week, I kind of walked out of school with that feeling of, wow, maybe I shouldn't be in tango. I mean, maybe I'm just not cut out for this. and I kind of gave myself a little, you know, love talk about everybody does you know, everybody goes through this stuff. It's really hard. And I came back with, okay, my new goal, you know, cause I arrived at the goal of, I'm going to get the class. I'm going to be good at this. My new, <laughs> my new goal is when that happens, cause that is going to happen is breathe. Breathe and mm-hmm. see if I can manage to not shut down a hundred percent. Can I shut down 95%? Can I still hear the teacher's words? I mean, to what extent can I even have any degree of function happening in that moment? Um, that's my new goal. Is when I hit that, hit that thing, you know, kind of press the pause button and try. It. And I think that, you know, I think that is actually an issue for me. I think I do get overwhelmed. And I think that practice actually was a beautiful way of. T- to have a kind of meditation on being present. I mean, in a certain sense, I had a really good friend who was doing a long meditation retreat at the same time, and we were texting a little bit to the extent that they were texting. which was just fun to know she was in that while I was in this. And in a certain sense, it gave me the permission Sort of be...
0: same, but opposite. Right, yeah,
1: it's like in a certain sense, I'm also, I mean, on the one hand, I'm staying up at three o'clock at night and I'm drinking wine. On the other hand, it feels like, you know, the, the demand, to be... <laughs> demand to be present more than any other thing that's ever happened in my life, you know? Um, so, yeah. So that was definitely one. I said too that was one aspect, and then the other kind of, you know, kind of, cr- and it ended up really a crash. It's something that could have been a crash, but I kind of felt it. Was sometimes you go somewhere and you're just not going to get a dance. It's just. You know, you just get that feeling, and it's you know, you you kind of wish you were back home with your buddies and you had your five friends that you knew for sure you're going to have a time to with, and you know, maybe something else would happen. And it was definitely going to be an okay night. Might not be a great night, but it's definitely going to be an okay night. And you just you don't have that. You know, you've gone to some thing across town, and it turns out that it's a bar with some young people who all know each other, and they're just you know, not particularly interested in you. Why should they be? Or Whatever, or what's in your head, or you know, who knows? Who knows what? Why? And you just have that feeling of wow, I'm literally not going to get an answer that. How am I going to feel about that? Um, am I going to be able to walk out here without kind of crushing myself emotionally? And I actually was. I was able to walk out of that and say, you know, I came here to have a wide range of experiences and see and learn, and it's OK. And I think that, that was a step forward for me, actually. I think both of those had a step of being able to be more loving to myself in the midst of, of those challenges.
0: That's so beautiful. Uh, to Just the way you framed it is is so nice. And I wonder, the two times that I was in Buenos Aires with two different boyfriends who were at different stages of development, both times, they had a very difficult time uh, adjusting to the level of competition, to the machismo, to perhaps like even the local men being a little bit sort of protective of their territory and like pushing them off the dance floor have you experienced any of that and how have you dealt with it
1: Fortunately, i'm probably not so not such a a threat to them so i'm probably lower (laughs) lower on the ladder (laughs) even though i show up to all um i i mean i i haven't i will say you know, I had one moment of, I've heard, of course, lots of stories about those things um, being put in a corner, which we did. we have been put in the corner, the malonga, and, you know, all those things. We, you know, we've had those experiences. Um, but there was a moment that I kind of saw the other side of that. Fence, and I think that helped me. We were at uh, um It was a midweek night. It's a fairly neighbourhood milonga. It's a lot of locals. It's a really nice atmosphere. It's a kind of place where middle of the night, you'll get a tanda. There's rock and roll, and half the people will get on the floor. Old, you know, old folks. You know, like me. But I mean, you know, old folks. You know, dancing rock and roll, having a great time. This is their night out. You know, they're having a good night out. And there's tourists there, but it's a lot of locals. And we were set in a, you know, a, a table kind of off the side, a little bit, way the back of the table, really hard to, i I been mean, thinking, even if I with somebody, how am I going to get out of this, you know, like That's folded it. in like a plane seat here, you know, and then, you know, so there's a little, you know, kind of the head thing going and this, you know, other gentleman sat down, local guy turns and tries to chat with us and I, and I do my best, but it suddenly occurs to me, you know, he's gone out for an evening, uh, his neighborhood. Bar basically to have a nice night, and here he's stuck at the table with a couple of American guys who are pretty, you know, poor company. They're all up trying to find, you know, dances, and he's trying to, you know, chat and meet with his friends and have a nice evening. And it had me a certain, you know, we're here as guests, and um, maybe we're not going to get as many tandas as, you know, we might at some festival somewhere. But it's nice to remember that, you know, we're being invited. When we shop up at longer like that, certainly, you're, you're kind of inviting yourself into somebody else's neighborhood space. And, you know, they're all, they're perfectly welcoming. Um, but it's good to have a little understanding that you are, you know, sitting in somebody's bar seat, as it were, <laughs> uh, in that experience. And to just understand, you know, try and chat with the guys. Try and, you know, um, chill out a little bit. And not try and dance every tander and make that the the agenda. I guess that was a little bit what I experienced when I, you know, saw that.
0: Do you feel that over the time that you've been there, which, how, when did you get there? How long, how Begin, long is the whole beginning
1: trip? Beginning of March. So it's month and a half, it's two month trip. And we've been here about a month and a half. A two half. month trip. Yeah.
0: So it sounds like you've had a sort of a transformation within that time that, you know, For the sure. way you went into the Malonga, the types of expectations, Oh my God, yeah. What your ritual perhaps was, what are some of the changes now that you're sort of experiencing? I'm guessing like you're more, you're maybe you're more chatty, you're more com- connected with the community or are there any other differences?
1: Um, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I've made tons of new friends in the locals and stuff like that, um, but I definitely have a sense of a little bit more looking around and seeing just what the, the sense of the of the evening is watching and enjoying watching dances, seeing people I've seen before and just enjoying watching them dance. Um, you know, maybe there's a little bit of a conversation or a chat with people. I mean, certainly taking every opportunity to turn and be friendly to the guy who's sitting next to me, you know, we're both stuck in the corner, but so let's chat, (laughs) um, um, and, uh, yeah, um feeling really comfortable about when to, to go. I mean, I, I actually leave, you know, fairly early for, um, when it's out, it's time quite often just because, you know, it might be one o'clock or something. Um, but you know, when it feels like it's time to go, don't, don't try and think, well, you know, need to grab another dance. It's like, that'll be tomorrow. You know, the important thing is to (laughs) (laughs) walk, walk out and feel good about the night. Um, yeah, that was my, I was
0: curious, what was, was, what's your schedule? What's your weekly schedule like?
1: Well, the first part, um, we were there, we were taking Spanish classes during the day. So we're doing four hours of Spanish class. Um, and so, and then maybe um, a class, tango class in the afternoon. And so then we were really trying to find early evening malongas, um, because we were gonna be up doing Spanish class the next day. Um, then I traveled in around when uh, Argentina for a couple of weeks in the middle, which is great. Went to um, visit the south and the north and now being back um it's really a mix of tango classes um and privates during the day and then picking between you know texting there's a kind of ritual of checking out there's a website called oimalonga and there's uh, yes Yes, by, na- by now you've... has
0: been around,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what everybody, but, yeah. that, but that's, you know, got a list of 10 things on it different and you don't really, you know, you have to research where it is in town. It's kind of complex. So you end up with, um, various connections that you've made. You're bringing WhatsApp texts back and forth, you know, in the afternoon about who's going, where, and what do you think? And that which just be beautiful, you know? And so, uh, the kind of plan emerges for the evening. Um, And so probably, you know, tonight, I think we're going to go out about eight o'clock to um, El Beso, to uh, the Lujos Molonga.
0: I'm sure you've had a lot of magical moments too, but because we talked some of your, about some of your lowest moments, what have been some of your highest blissful moments that you're taking away?
1: Yeah. Um, I was last night in a Molonga. I had a totally great, great, great night. Um. And why was that a great, great, great night? Uh there were just a, um there were some lovely dances that I expected and a couple of tandas that I completely did not expect. The live band was playing, Sans Souci, um, which is a kahlo style orchestra, a ten piece orchestra. Um, started at twelve thirty at night. So um so it has all that kind of, you know the energy of Tango happening and then I got a dance with a couple of women that I had seen dance before, didn't expect to dance with and did, and things went fairly well and you know, one of the things that I really appreciate, I, I've actually thought about this difference. What is different about dancing with locals? I think both of them are locals. You're know, never quite sure. because Well, sometimes you're not quite sure because you don't really actually talk that much, but I believe there were. And one of the differences I really feel is there's just much more commitment to the dance from the follow. I have to say that um, mm-hmm. I love that sense I've experienced that it, it, there may be a lot of checking you out, hesitation before I'm going to accept the Cabaseo. But once I walk on the floor with you, I'm in. I'm committed. I'm going We're 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 a team here, and in uh, a number of times I've had uh, local women say, you know, bravo, muy bien, at the end of a tango, and, and they're kind of like, wow, you you know, you managed to pull it off. That was hard, you know. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a crowded floor. It was, I mean, did, you know, whatever it was, it was you know, like we were very different in heights, you know, whatever it was, they're like generous about like you know, you gave it your all, um, and I I think I stepped on the first one. I stepped on a foot within the first ten seconds of you know starting the first. And she squeezed my hand and like hugged me closer. And the rest went great. Yeah. And that was just beautiful. It was totally beautiful. It was totally a sense of like, you know, you're you're doing your best. You know, it's difficult. yeah, so that was a total high. And the kind of almost the opposite thing was I went to um, an afternoon Molonga, it's like by the subway station near here. It's just just a downstairs bar. It's completely un you know romantic in the tango sense. Although that kind of makes it romantic in the tango sense. <laughs> um, the other romantic, you know, the kind of local, che- you know, like you're going to Cheers, <laughs> you no know, dancing. Mm-hmm um and there was you know maybe ten maybe ten people maybe a dozen people but it was for the first time that i've been here in buenos aires that, that kind of place you have at home where you look around you see and you realize i'm going to dance with everybody we're just going to take turns and going to dance with everybody and it's going to be great and you know some of them were beautiful dancers and some of them were awkward and it didn't really matter it was just like you know you chatted and they're all locals and uh and it was just i kind of felt like i walked out totally high like wow i just i just went dancing in buenos aires yeah exactly <laughs> and it was just like and it and it felt like i do feel like the classes really oriented me towards what it was going to take to be able to dance on the floor here which you know i felt like i was really not successful that when i arrived and i think the style of close embrace focus on um uh, really leading the steps in a much more um, uh, creating the space for the follow um, sense. I don't really have a great word around it, but just the, the style of all the teachers here, creating a much more fluid, relaxed um, dance um, really has, by this point, helped me. To, I think that experience, which was a, like a week ago, um, felt like, oh, I couldn't have done that a month ago. And that that was a really satisfying, you know, I would have, I would have stumbled, I would have been awkward, you know, they were shorter than me, they weren't typically dancing the way that I expect them to dance. I was able to like focus on just, you know, being present with them and making it a good dance in a way that I don't think I would have been as flexible or as able to respond to a month ago.
0: So what they're teaching you, I'm sure it's going to be a little bit of everything that I'm going to describe but I'm curious if you can make it a bit more concrete are they teaching you techniques for staying in the line of dance and having a better flow in general like technically like you come to class and they're like okay here's what you can do to to make sure you don't bump into people and here's how you make your movement small or are they more uh focusing on something a bit more abstract and and sort of poetic and metaphorical that that gives you a different sense of how you experience tango uh is it is it something else Mm. like i'm just curious what how you would describe what is it exactly that they're teaching you
1: yeah I, I think my experience is they're teaching a much more body-centric movement and so it's much more about how do you manage to have the movement flow from your body down through the crossbody that's going to switch and, and lead that foot how do you have that be much more focused on your where exactly where in your axis exactly where you are in the metatarsal you know how you're shifting weight from one to the other i mean it's i think just a higher level of body self body awareness that then leads mm. into how you're leading the partner
0: instead of focusing on how to lead a certain move it might be how do you align your body so that a certain move occurs
1: Absolutely. Would that yeah. be okay? Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And when you first and that's what when you first arrive, you're watching the teacher and you're looking at their feet and you think, okay, i will put my feet where they put their feet, and of course, you know, it crashes. You know, the car <laughs> it doesn't do anything. And you think, well, I have a bad follow, and then the 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 teacher works with that follow, and the follow does it perfectly. You know, it's like okay, but there <laughs> was the other explanation. You know, and so I think the my experience here in Buenos Aires is that the teachers are much more integrating. Whole-body movement um, than most of the teachers I experience in the states. You know, you, yes, you can't just put your foot there. You have to have turned your chest beforehand. You have to have your elbow here. You have to have that, you know, breath happening. You, did, you didn't even breathe. You know, how would you expect her to follow that? You know, um, so it's much more whole movement, body engaged. Um, much of the time, the teachers are really trying to get us to use our back body and so the idea of you know we're trying to push the the partner forward with our chest as it were is definitely not (laughs) know what we're doing Mm -hmm. um you know we're trying to embody our our whole body um especially back body and integrate it and be integrated in our body and the partner moves because they feel the integration you know they feel the integration of our body um moving the step rather than us kind of pushing the partner with our chest as it were um yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: There's so many, I, I know there's so much overlap in the in the ideas and the imagery. And at the same time, I also know it's so difficult to describe it to somebody who doesn't know what right. it is. And right. that's, that's why I'm asking these questions because a lot of times we know what we mean, but it's so hard to actually describe it in physical terms, mm-hmm. um, the difference, because it might look the same, but it might be a very different quality of movement. Right. Um.
1: I mean, one thing, that, you know, you you take classes, but you also watch. I mean, one of the advantages, I mean, I knew that this was going to be the case for me. I looked, I framed it as a positive that I would get fewer dances here, which is true. And that would force me finally to set, spend some time watching the floor and watching other dancers, which I don't do enough of. Um and it's really worth doing here and i think that is also part of the education there's like there's a couple of dancers that i've seen now a number of times um people who have my physical attributes at all um like me and i watch them dance and I think wow that's really beautiful and you know i just try and imagine myself moving like that and see what they're doing it's not really copying steps but it's um being inspired by you know the the Way they're showing up, and I think that's part of you know how I'm dancing now. It's it's partly going to classes, um, where you do the same with a teacher, you, you know, you try and but it's partly the dance itself, the the themselves are kind of a lesson in the sense of seeing and seeing how people respond musically. I mean, at this point, I would say different from when I arrived, I typically can see who's a local and who's not from how they dance, um, that um, particularly everyone old school malongas, you know, you, I, was, I was watching this first the other day and I'm, what i what I kind of amused and liked and just, you know, shocked myself is a month and a half ago, I would have just assumed there was not a very good dancer. He was short. He was fat, frankly, and, you know, it's just really you no know, he wasn't obese, but he was just, you know, he wasn't some slender looking, you know, tango dancer. And just the way, and he was just like jolly in a certain sense that I wouldn't recognize, really recognize. And then a week ago I watched this person. And it's like, wow, they're super musical. They're actually very fluid in their hips. The the follower is really going along with that. But there's this pause and there's this waiting for the phrase and there's this really flowing with the phrase and then there's resolving it. And it's like, I could just, wow, that's just so beautiful in a way I wouldn't really have seen before. And I think it's very Hmm.
0: Yeah, it seems like that by you focusing on your own movement and and doing so much work and understanding sort of your own embodiment process that that contributes to you actually seeing that in other people sure. or observing Absolutely. those things in other people
1: yeah for and
0: sure. i i have noticed that for myself that over the years when i first started there were certain dancers that really looked amazingly beautiful to me and then a few years later i would look at them I'm like oh no i actually this doesn't look that interesting like i would watch a video from you know from the beginning of my dancing years and then i would watch it a few years later i'm like oh that actually doesn't look that good and then my my the eye would would sort of evolve and i would find different couples more and more interesting to watch and then it sort of has been an ongoing process and it's always very much tied to my ability to see inside my own body Mm
1: -hmm.
0: first like if if i can if i can locate some sort of sensation that has to do with the principle whether it's you know moving the hips a certain way or really transferring my weight and finding a particular point of balance it's like that then allows me to see it in someone else much more easily, and I can spot it right away, like I can see if somebody's off balance, I can mm-hmm. see if they have tension around their neck. It mm-hmm. like really stands out right. to me because I had to go through <laughs> that myself,
1: sure that makes so, sense yeah. yeah yeah,
0: so it's it's such a uh interesting um path to like acknowledge that that that's just gonna happen, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. you're gonna see things differently as you develop right. absolutely. Now, yeah. you said something earlier, and I don't remember whether you mentioned it in your Facebook comment, and that's why I'm sort of coming back to it, or if I heard somebody else talk about this, that their experience in Buenos Aires of dancing with women there, that they, they had this very palpable sensation of difference that they said that they, the women were really there, and you just said it yourself, like really present right Right. and i wonder if there's any other ways that you can describe it in physical terms (laughs) because once again it's such a strange thing to describe right and i get this all the time and i know for a fact that there are so many women dancers who really want to be that Hmm. but they don't really even know what it is that to strive for. And so as good, like the furthest they can get is like, oh, I need to be perfect on my axis. I need to be able to follow everything. And, of, you know, lots I lots know, of like women are not
1: perfect on their axis or any of those things. So I mean, the level of technical, right. was- Expertise is not necessarily particularly high. Um, I'll give you some specifics. Yeah. yeah, I can absolutely give you some specifics. I was thinking about this in, you know, as a four song tanda, right? In the States, when do I know that she's actually committed to the, to the tanda? You know, the first, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of playing with this idea, but you know, the first song, she's going to be slightly open embrace. She's going to kind of check me out and see if things go well. Second song, maybe we'll, you know, she'll explore moving in, you know, if things really go well and we're going to have a great fourth song. Um, Whereas, you know, as I was saying before, the the Tenyo, um, she's she's right into the close, you know, she's, she's in the final embrace from the beginning of the first song. It's just like, we're going to do this thing. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to hug you. I'm going to get in there. And and when things are challenging, I'll, I'll hug you tighter. And it's not necessarily off axis, but just that, that emotional sense of, like, we're, we're a couple for this four songs. I've, I've made that commitment. Um, so I feel that. Like I say, the woman who squeezed my hand when I stepped on her foot—I <laughs> didn't crush her foot, but just like you know—and um, I think there is that sense of the um, you know, playfulness comes to mind, and I don't know how to describe that really. But in the conversation, that little snippet of conversation I'll have, which sometimes I can manage to follow along, sometimes not, but you know, you 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 do your best um, in Spanish. Um, it's just, it's just not serious. It's just like, so we're out for an evening and how, how's the, you know, how's the evening going? Oh, you know, it's just, it feels kind of like lighter in a certain sense. Um, it's not like, oh, is this going to be the, the tinder of the night? I don't really have that feeling with them. It's more a case of. And, and often uh, typically don't share names. I mean, that's a really common thing. We'll have this really emotionally, lovely, lovely connection. It's like, that was great. And there's no, like, I'm not, you know, we're not interested in your phone number. We're <laughs> not going to share names, you know, it's like, that was, that was that. <laughs> um, wow. and maybe, so you yeah. don't
0: actually sometimes ask but... the names between Dondas. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> that happens to me a lot. It was like the number one question mm. is what's your name? Where are you from? Are you on Facebook? Mm,
1: <laughs> that was yeah, well, like the
0: way it happens for me.
1: I'm sl- maybe slightly <laughs> less pretty than you. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I actually kind of like that sense of, I mean, this, and I'm thinking of this more at whenever the neighborhood. Malongas, they're sitting with their friends or they're sitting with their partner or whatever, and I've had a dance with them, and it's been lovely on the floor, and they know I'm from, you know, they'll ask, you know, you're, where are you from from the States? Where are you from? Oh, I'm from here, you know, but I'm not, like, you know, trying to turn them into some, you know, new friend. Um, it's just acknowledging that we're at a neighborhood um, Malonga, and it was a lovely dance, you know. And, and then there's, you know, other things that happen. I I danced with this gorgeous woman from... Um, uh, Guadeloupe in the Caribbean, and uh, we, she, her, she spoke French, which I very, very vaguely speak, and basically no Spanish and no English, and so we, were, you know, we basically couldn't communicate at all, and yet we adored dancing together. She's my height, um, and uh, I. Uh, after the third, after the second tanda, which we danced on the, the evening that I knew she was flying home, I, I wanted to ask her, you know, I'd love to have a third tanda with you, but I kind of know, you know, for some people third tanda is kind of, you know, whatever it could be awkward. And so I'm trying to ask her, um, you know, I don't want to be weird here. I just would love to have a third tanda, but I don't want it to be weird. And she's confused and knows what's going on. And her friend who speaks English comes over to me and says, well, you know, just see the situation. And she turns to me and says, just tell her, do you want to dance with her or not? And I said... I'd love to dance with her great we're all in you know we danced four times you know <laughs> <laughs> and we're now faithful friends and you know it was a it was a super romantic frankly super romantic kind of moment of tango it was really really lovely um Pugliese, was the, the fourth time it was bugliese and she just grabbed my hand and pulled me on the floor um it was awesome and so you know you have those experiences too i'm not saying that but that was you know with somebody who was from out of town but um yeah, so how so... you come back to the question of, you know, what is it to be connected? What is it to be present? And I think it is just the normal senses of having it less about trying to get the dance right and more about acknowledging that this is a human experience. It's like I was talking about with my teacher, my guy teacher. You're, I'm walking on the floor with this other human being. I'm going to hug them, and we're going to share this experience, and I'm going to respond in a natural way. If he steps on my foot, I'm going to say, it's okay. Or, you know, it's like I'm not going to, like, turn it into a dance. I'm going to moment. It's going to be a human moment together. Maybe that's a way to describe Mm. it.
0: That's beautiful. It's so poignant that everything you talked about had nothing to do with technique or lower or higher tone or being more connected with the music, that it comes back to this very human level, which I think we all know how to do intuitively. Like We were born with that ability, but... I think we forget, especially uh, maybe for us in the United States and the West and where we really look at tango as an art form. And and sometimes we look at it as a high art form that requires Mm -hmm. so many years of -hmm. development to be good at it Mm -hmm. when really in the end, the thing that possibly is more fun or the thing that we crave more is to come back to this sort of the anti-art part of it, the more like real human part where you're gonna step on my foot and (laughs) it's gonna be okay. (laughs) It it might be even with the music.
1: Right, (laughs) Right. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: That's beautiful. Another thing I was curious about, in just the state of Buenos Aires post-COVID, if you've had any particular observations, I hear it's very difficult there for people right now that the exchange rate is crazy. People are really struggling. What has your been observation on the ground, as they say?
1: Right. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. The economy is definitely super hard for folks. The exchange rate, you know, makes it easy for us, but it's definitely hard um, for um, people in Argentina. Um, I, you know, I didn't see Argentina before, but um, one thing I want to say is it's a very functional city. It's one of the most functional cities I've been in. Mass transit, just feel safe. I mean, w- very safe. Um, walking around, you know, late at night, stuff like that. Taxis, of course, you can catch easily and cheap anywhere, like that. So, in terms of, you know, concern about coming here, the opposite, I would say, compared to most American cities, it feels safer and is more functional than most American cities, North American cities. Um, you know, I think I'm aw- you're aware that uh, it times are hard for folks, and it, it's. Um, um, teachers are hustling to, to get classes and, and you, and there's a little bit of the energy of like, well, how about next week? Are we get a couple of classes next week. And so, you know, you're aware that people are trying to make it in a difficult economy. Um, and so sometimes you feel like, you know, they're seeing you with the dollar signs on, but a lot of the time, but I think they're just, it's such a warm connected culture that that is always the secondary thing, despite that being true. Um, yeah, I would say uh, you just, Definitely see people working hard here um, to make things work. Um, But there's a beauty to how connected they are with each other in doing that. And um, I think just being generous with your buying privates and doing stuff like that and feeling like you're having, you know, it can be slightly awkward here about um, when people are quoting prices, stuff like that. Sometimes it's such a low price that you like, oh, I'll just give you more, of these, whatever these confetti things are, just give you more of them. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> And you know, you have to respect that this is people's livelihood. You, I mean, you try and find ways to like, instead, yeah, I'll pay you, we'll give a careful change and I'll give you exactly the thing you asked for and then I'll manage to slip a tip to you that's, you know, larger or something like that. because, um, you know, you are aware that there's a dollar peso difference for sure.
0: I want to finish by asking you what you imagine is next for your tango journey. After you are done with this with this initial step of dancing in Buenos Aires? Is there gonna be more traveling and exploring i i haven't horizon. quite
1: got past the thing of like so i get off the plane at 5 p.m. in portland oregon after 24 hours of travel on saturday night can i make it to the 9 p.m. Malonga? i so that's, the, <laughs> <laughs> that's the like that's the first thing in my head you know i'm thinking of showering and then what after what do i unpack you know so setting that aside um cuz i miss my friends i mean that's a weird thing here it's like you know you miss your friends you miss dancing with your friends i mean you're dancing all the time but in a sense you miss dancing you know Mm. Um, I th- can totally think that I'll come back to Buenos Aires. Uh, I think we, what we haven't talked about is the much larger cultural sense. I spent quite a lot of time working on learning Spanish before coming, and that was definitely the biggest game changer for me personally. Had I not done that, I think it would have been a very different experience. And I think it makes some things easier. There's not a lot of English here. I mean, you have to. Be, it's not like going to Germany or France. Um, There's not a lot of English here. Um, and so it definitely makes things a lot easier especially if you travel here but more importantly i think it gives a sense of you just become fascinated by everything i mean every sign everything you go to the museum and you're reading the notices there and it kind of opens up the sense and so i want to come back um, and continue to have the sense that i'm not just trying to get better at tango i'm trying to open up to there's a subtly different culture it's like a culture that's kind of European and kind of South American. And that mixture, I think, means that it's more accessible for us to see the ways in which it's different and to step into and actually you know, experience being hugged by the teacher, Experienced experience the ways that it's actually subtly different. And I think I want to continue that journey more than anything else. Um, I've approached this not as somebody who's trying to break into the Buenos Aires scene or become a teacher or whatever, it's more, you know, what is for the average, intermediate, you know, cares about tango, but is not, you know, a professional um, person. What's the experience like to actually go to Buenos Aires? Can you actually connect into something that's that's kind of real there about the, the the culture without being, you know, the highest level of dance necessarily? Um, and, and what can you widen and rather than just necessarily perfect? What can you widen? I, mean, that, I guess that with the way say, it, I'm more interested in widening my experience than perfecting my dance and that really has paid off for me i think um it's made that everything's been interesting I, you know I, you stop and have a coffee and a media lunar at a cafe and the you know the wait, waiter comes over and it's just and they put a little glass of water and there's there and it's just like it's, it's it has a certain special quality to it and so like everything is the experience it's not just like i'm waiting for them longer tonight it's like everything's the experience um and that's really made it such a rich two months.
0: Hmm. So the answer to the question of can you experience the, the depth the answer is yes. Obviously, Absolutely. you're kind Absolutely. Of a living proof of that.
1: Totally. That you don't have yeah. to
0: be any certain level that you yeah. don't have to have these aspirations or particular physical abilities that you can have a widening and an expansive experience no matter what level you're at. Well, Eugene, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. This has been a great conversation.